What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the sexiest show on earth, The Coffin Joe Cast. Featuring your hosts, Killer Wilbur and Joel. Sit back, relax, and don't touch the co-host. They might bite. G'day, and welcome to the Coffin Joe cast. I am Killer Wilbur. <laughs> wow, I'm Joel. And our third co-host this week, well, why don't you introduce him, Joel, seeing he's made of yours. <laughs> uh, our third co-host this week is uh, the man, the myth, the legend, the breakfast cereal, one of the infamous Matt's, uh, Mr. Matt Massey, best friend of mine for almost 25 years now. G'day, Matt. Ahoy, ahoy. Ahoy, <laughs> Nice way to intro Simpson style. That's it. Indeed, yep. I, I believe uh, Mr. Burns actually got that from, uh, what was it? Uh, I think Alexander Graham Bell was the first one who recommended that's how you answered the phone back in the 1800s. That's right. Oh, yeah. Is that is that true? Or are you guys just messing with me? No, that, that's true from what I heard, too. I don't know if it was just a, something someone made up, but that's what I heard as well. Yep. And then that uh, hello, the hello lobby, you know, came in and uh, usurped the whole Ahoy Ahoy movement. Hello. And now the Hello Kitty lobby stepping in and things just getting weird. It's always the Japanese, man. Always the Japanese, isn't it? Those sandal-wearing goldfish tenders. Oh, see? Another Simpsons reference. <laughs> Mr. Sparkle? More Simpsons reference. <laughs> That's right. I see where this show's headed. <laughs> I'm all over it, man. Uh, let's go. <laughs> Righty. Well, we'll get the question out the way. I, I didn't ask beforehand. Um, Matt, um... The podcast question we asked everyone, asked everyone, ask everyone, um, what got you listening to podcasts or have you just recently started? Um, what's the podcast answer to the podcast question? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I think a lot, uh, uh, there's a lot of guests here. Uh, Joel's my gateway drug to podcasting and, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I actually, uh, started with the awful show. Uh, I was a guest on the awful show for episode 69. Um, 69. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, to commemorate the uh, <clears throat> wonderful number, uh, I believe the uh, the lads there had me call uh, a brothel uh, and uh, try to get some information, do a prank call, and I did in my uh, Minnesotan accent. And uh, I'd, I don't know if uh, that went over well or, or whatnot, but uh, the deed was done. <laughs> Yes. So oh, yes, I remember that one. I, see, and I don't. But then again, things were weird then. But wow, I didn't realize that. Now I feel stupid. Oh no, no, it's all good. Uh, <laughs> and then, um, <clears throat> and some other podcasts. You know, I, I've uh, listened, uh, and I've been on uh, Joel's Sunshine Happy Pants uh, Hour and such. Um, I did listen to the uh, Unitards a, a couple of times, um, and uh, of course. Uh, 40 going on 14 so um so yeah that's kind of my uh 
my overall uh, uh, experience with it. So, in other words, whatever Joel's on, you'll listen to. Uh, basically, I'm a, a podcast snob. If, if I don't know the people, <laughs> you know, there's actually I, uh, I have another friend who does a, a podcast about like new age stuff, and uh, you know, since I know him, I got to listen. So, <laughs> so are you into like crystals and stuff now, or what? Uh, no, it's it's uh, more of it, he's uh, it's kind of out there. You know, I'm kind of listening just just for kind of intrigue and, and such. So, not necessarily uh, into the whole vibe or whatnot, but uh, right, just kind of listening. <laughs> well, I say there's a podcast out there for everybody, and that that just proves a point. Indeed, <laughs> not nearly as many jokes as on our shows. Uh, no, it was. It's mainly a lot of people that uh, seem to be uh, uh, on uh, other drugs that call in and, and talk about <laughs> stuff. It really, it was like, whoa, these these guys, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's not what I was expecting at all. Um, but you've just so the listeners know, I know, but you've never had your own show though, right? I haven't, you know, and uh, and I think there's like a couple of reasons. Uh, one, with the kids, you know, about they're about two or three. Having us anything on a regular schedule is pretty much impossible uh, at this point. Uh, yeah. Two, um, you know, I think uh, overall, the you got to have an idea. You know, I don't know if if anyone would listen to me for like an hour just talking about stuff. You know, you got to have that the. Uh, the stick, I guess, for lack of a better word. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Yeah. You'll find an audience with someone. you always find someone just willing to listen to you. I'm surprised people want to listen to me, but hey. I'd listen to you. Yeah, I know. You would, Joe. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm a, uh, well, yeah, you too. I was talking to Matt, but yeah, I, no. I, I, well, of course I listen to you, Killer. Yeah. Well, you do every week. <laughs> I was going to say, that's why I wanted to do this show so I could hear you talk. Um, but no, I would listen to Matt, but. You're right. I mean, everybody's got to have a thing these days, and it's getting harder and harder to come up with an original concept. But I don't know. Yeah. I guess I always thought you would you would go that route, especially with your improv background. Yeah, I've thought it. You know, I've thought about it, and you know, uh, it's one of those things. Uh, at the time, it's always good intentions. Yeah, get started, but you know, the road to hell is paved with kind of good intentions. So I just need the impetus to to kind of get started and. Uh, you know, maybe when the kids are a little bit older, I can uh, get some free time that, uh, you know, I'm not listening for like a crash and then crying every like five minutes. <laughs> kind of like college. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. Wait, that was Except, vomiting. <laughs> <yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> so what? what is the background between you two? How did you meet? What? How long have you known uh, each other? Which I know the answer to that question because we talked about it before, but... Well, I was I was going to uh, uh, a Christian high school, believe it or not, um, and started there in '89. Met the other Matt like the first week, and he and I hit it off, and just was like we were inseparable inseparable after that. And then the next year rolled around, and in walks this guy. So this would have been 1990, and uh, somehow things just kind of gelled, and then all of a sudden it was it was a trio of inseparable and we've known each other ever since it's it's coming up on almost 25 years now and we spent a lot of misspent youth going to taco bell uh playing role-playing games drinking copious amounts of caffeinated beverages and pretty much avoiding girls <laughs> for most of high school <laughs> <Gay glass. laughs> 
Does that exactly. sound about right, Matt? Uh, that that that's that's an excellent summary. <laughs> you should uh, put that as an executive summary on our our web page if we ever had one, but we don't. <laughs> no, I don't know if anybody'd be interested in that. I don't know. We we uh we did a lot of. I mean. I don't know. It was it was a it was a it, just a weird time, and we did all kinds of stuff. I mean, not normal necessarily high school behaviors. I mean, there wasn't a lot of drinking until later, and even then, it was not a lot. There wasn't any really illicit drug use or anything. There wasn't. And we were really just the true definition of nerds, I would say. I mean, although at our school being so small, I mean, there wasn't really the cliques like there were at bigger high schools. So, I mean, we did concert choir together. We did theater together we uh used to sit around and write stories together play video games yeah pretty much and and, and again we uh, avoided girls or girls avoided us like the, the play <laughs> <laughs> and then we all went to college and then well for you and matt brown or up there <laughs> things changed <laughs> you all were into the women i went to a technical school and still the women avoided me <laughs> oh come on now <laughs> well i mean in the dorm i was in you know they it was uh what 100 people and there were 96 guys and, and four girls so whoa the odds the odds were against me the odds were not in my favor as the uh, is that why you started games. playing guitar yeah actually uh, I, I had a lot of free time. <laughs> oh, I was thinking so the girls would be like, hey, he plays guitar. He's sensitive. I want to get to know him better, that sort of thing. Uh, that too, I suppose. But uh, <laughs> that, didn't really, that didn't really take off either. So <laughs> a lot of, I don't know. Lot of good intentions. <laughs> I'm thinking in high school, out of the three of us, I'm thinking who had the girlfriend? It wasn't me. Uh, Matt Brown, or Matt did. Um, you had You had a girlfriend briefly there at the end. Jeez, did I don't I? want to throw any names out there, but well, I, guess, uh, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. So the uh, the old memory maybe uh, doesn't isn't what it used to be. <laughs> I was going to say there's at least one, maybe two. Now that I think about it, holy crap, Gigolo! <laughs> wow, <clears throat> the Lutheran. Yeah, it's life. not. <laughs> Sorry. I, it, it, <laughs> It wasn't that exciting, kill. I mean, I, I, I uh, that that pretty much summed up the entire high school experience. It's just a lot of kill time. Yeah, well, like, I didn't have much experience in high school either. I went to an all boys school for high school, so my luck with women was none because it was none around. <laughs> you had even worse odds than I did. Yep. <laughs> But I got my revenge on that high school. It no longer existed. It got knocked down many years ago. By you? No. <clears throat> I reckon they should have invited all the students back to at least knock at least one brick out of the building. But no, nah, it it shut down and uh, it, it stood there for a while and then it got knocked down and they built um, townhouses on the, the property. But yeah, would have loved to gone back just to knock a few walls down, get my revenge back. So they don't call townhouses something different in Australia? No, townhouse, you, you know what I mean by townhouse, I hope. It's like, they're not quite uh, apartments, but they're not quite houses. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we have, and we have those here. Yeah, there you go. So, and it's, it's, my old high school's been knocked down, my old coffin factory's been knocked down. 
It's funny, you, you talked about 1990. That's when I started in the coffin factory. 1990. Wow. Yeah. So. But, I mean, you're you're slightly older, just a hair, not no, that much. I'm one year and one week older than you, Joel. Exactly. Like I said, just a slight little bit. Yes. But not, I left school. It's, when I was 16, I left school to do my apprenticeship in the coffin factory. So I never went on to do college or anything. I didn't complete my high school. I could leave in year 10, so I left year 10. Could have done another two years, but no. <clears throat> left to do my oh. apprenticeship. And um, only closest thing to college I did was TAFE, which is the part of the apprenticeship, you know, one day a week going to do, like, the... Uh, the theoretical part of the, the apprenticeship and uh, and some practical as well, but yeah. <laughs> is, is there a God? Are there coffins? Do I exist? That no, sort of no, thing? No. Yeah, well, had nothing to do with coffins when I went to tech and uh, it was always fun to tell people what I did because most of the people just made kitchens, which pretty boring as a cabinet maker. <laughs> and then, oh, you make coffins? Oh, wow. Oh, I want one of them. Can you make me one into a bed? Can you make me one into a, to a wardrobe? I'm like, well, you're a cabinet maker. Uh, can't you do what you say? I'll you give have you the skills. Yeah. It's like, God. I actually, um, one of my tech teachers, he um, he wanted to make his own coffin for his father. Um, so he asked me to get him the, uh, just the, uh, the, not so much the measurements, but, you know, just give him, more, you know, the angles and whatnot. And um, found out a couple of years later, he actually did make his father's coffin. But um, it was funny because one of my mates, I worked with at the coffin factory he'd been asked he was the same teacher and he asked michael for the the measurements you know the, the stuff for it and michael never got around to doing it and then i had him for my second year at tech and he asked me again so i gave it to him and then it was like two years later he goes yeah i made the coffin oh good on you <laughs> i'll make them every day <laughs> it's no big deal for you you know that that is kind of odd i mean the you said that he made his uh, the coffin for his dad. Yep. You know, I mean, can you imagine a Father's Day? It's like, oh, you're, you got me one of those mugs, number one dad, and I uh, also made your coffin. Yeah. <laughs> no, his father had been sick for years, so he had had it in his mind to do it. He actually had a lot of trouble trying to get the funeral director to allow him to do it because basically funeral directors make a lot of the money off the coffin. Like, if we sell like, some for, like, 200 bucks, they sell it to you for, like, 1200 Yeah. They mark like a huge up. markup. Oh, yeah. huge markup. So, Jeez. he had a fight to get it done. But so. well, you know, you mentioned your high school got torn down. Our high school didn't get torn down. It got converted to a flea market briefly <laughs> while they were still having school there, and then I think it. Then they they've actually moved it now, and they've got it to a different school, I believe, altogether. But the old high school still stands. It's been around for like. It was a it was a great school. So when we used to go down to like assemblies, the the chairs we sat in were made for people like up to eighth grade. So a lot of us didn't fit, well, especially when there were performances and there were parents. There. <laughs> Things got weird. Yeah, the uh, the new school is. Uh, I, I drove by it. It's like on a. Uh, it's on this long drive up a hill. It's kind of like uh, off the beaten path off of uh, a Mornell Road or so. But yeah, it's, it kind of looks ominous if you drive by it up, up there. So uh, I haven't been inside though, but uh, I hear it's nice. Is is the magnet school still there that I went to briefly in senior year? I don't want to throw out names, but uh, yeah, uh, I believe it is. <laughs> is it still I, a magnet uh, high school? Uh, that I don't know. 
but I, I do I I did pass by it when I used to work at the when I was doing more of the shows at the comedy club. Hmm. I've always wondered so, about that. Speaking of Kansas City and the old high school I went to, it was right up the hill, and that's what made me think of it, from one of the better-known barbecue joints in Kansas City, Gates & Sons. I, I've been meaning to ask you this, Killa. Is barbecue a thing over there in, in Australia? Uh, not in the sense you're talking about, no. A barbecue is where we throw our shrimps. <laughs> Put them ching. <laughs> don't, don't, don't perpetuate the stereotypes <laughs> just gonna add fuel to the fire uh. no 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 you're talking like southern barbecue where you you know well, it's like a barbecue sauce you got you know sweeter yeah. you've got you know you're yeah. like your Kansas City style that's molasses based where you've got like and brown sugar you've got like the like St. Louis style or, or some of the other yeah. states that I don't need to talk about that have like a rub that it's a little more you know spicy with no sauce I'm sure there's, sort of there's there's restaurants out there that will have that sort of stuff, but when you say barbecue to us, it's the grill, you know, out in your backyard. It's not flame. a type of food. No, it's not a type of food. Have but, you had it? No, I haven't. You've never had barbecue sauce? I've had barbecue sauce, but it's just store-bought stuff, not not what you're talking about. The... Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, here's here's the deal. If if I make it over there, which it is a, it is on my bucket list... Uh, we're going to have to set up one of your barbecue, barbecue grills uh, wherever, and uh, I'm going to have to make you some barbecue ribs or something. Mm. Give you a religious experience. Uh, yeah. Other than that, when you say barbecue, it means like you're out in the backyard uh, grilling up, you know, throw your steaks on there, your sausages. Uh, some people get a bit more uh, flamboyant and throw, you know, Drop bears. Uh, drop bear. Yeah, well, if you can catch one. They don't <laughs> kill you first. But yeah, it, to me, barbecue just means, you know, throwing a steak on a grill, some sausages, you know, maybe, you know, fry up some tomato, some onion on there, you know. <laughs> uh, I was about to go into the Keys onion thing again. I did that last <laughs> week and somebody commented on it. <clears throat> um, well, that just, that fascinates me because... Well, and then you talked about how Taco Bell came over there, and and it was basically run out of town because nobody wanted it. So, yeah. I mean, Mexican food's a thing, though, right? I mean, you've got yeah, there's there's a lot of independent Mexican restaurants more than any right, but there's there's a couple of these little chains popping up that isn't Taco Bell. It's more more exquisite, you know. It's not just your basic McDonald's fucking uh, patty minced up into a fucking taco. Is what I. <laughs> think Taco Bell tasted like. It just tastes like a fucking McDonald's patty that it just uh, minced up and the You have such an aberrant hate for McDonald's, it cracks me up. Me? I worked yeah, at McDonald's. Just not a fan. Yeah, well I used to work at McDonald's before I when I was still at high school. Last year at high school I worked at McDonald's before I went and made coffins. You know, it was my part time job, but yeah. Oh fuck. Fuck McDonald's. That's a logical progression I would say. Yeah. Uh, every now and then I go for it. I, I get that, you know, you get that. You, you feel like you want to eat McDonald's and you go eat it and afterwards you just go, why the hell did I eat that? that oh. <laughs> Fuck that. There's so many better joints out there you can just get a decent burger from. And So for the listeners at home, though, uh, they can't see this, but Joel's uh, profile picture on Skype, he's holding a McDonald's Happy Meal with it that has a smile on it. So that's that's kind of 
the irony there, I suppose, if, if that's irony or not. <laughs> well, that was for the uh, that's for the fast food episode of Forty Going on Fourteen. Oh, and inside of that was a beer, so <laughs> it was that's truly the, a happy meal. Yeah, that's the best McDonald's food I, I would ever have if, if the happy meal came with a beer. Do you know what they call a quarter pounder in France? No, no. Hmm. Royale with cheese. <laughs> uh, now you're perpetuating stereotypes. <laughs> and you can get a beer, not just a regular beer, in a glass. <laughs> a glass of beer. <laughs> they put mayo and they drowned in that shit. Uh, I haven't seen that movie in a while. I yeah. need to, though. Same here. That's... I was just thinking the same thing as I'm doing it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> they watch Pulp Fiction. Say yeah, what, one out. more time, motherfucker. Sorry. What was that, Matt? I was like, that's a. Uh... I was trying to remember the, you know, how the line went. It's, if you would ask me that when I was 18, man, I, I'd be all over it. <laughs> I'd be quoting that movie just immediately. When you were 18? Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. <clears throat> God, we're old. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I have to ask Matt, because I think I've talked about it on the show before here, and I, since I don't have anybody to back me up on this, Go Chicken Go, is it still in, is it st- it's still in business, right? Yeah, there's uh, there's actually two locations now. One in the really bad part of town, and one in the sort of bad part of town. Uh, yeah, yeah. Then uh, they're they're still there. They still still the same. So it's uh, still go chicken go. Uh, still get the gizzards, and uh, it's uh, oh. still greasy goodness. Have you so have you had it recently? Because I've I've tried to tell people about it, and it's not like the best chicken in the world, but it's it's good. Yeah, uh, I had it uh, <clears throat> at the uh, not so or the better location uh, a few years ago. Um, I actually stopped by there when I was doing something for work, and uh, uh, but yeah, it was, geez, it's been been a few years. I just I remember my mom was all about it. That was like her place to get chicken from was Go Chicken Go because she could get the box of gizzards and was livers yeah. and gizzards, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, I agree, Killa. Yeah. Did you say you eat them, Matt? <laughs> um, I I have, I have. They're not my favorite. Uh, you know, my mom uh, as well. You know, loved them. I, I I must be an older generation thing because I, I they're okay, but n- not necessarily like. Oh my God! I gotta have this part of the chicken that no one else likes. <laughs> kind of thing. Oh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, my mom was the same way. I used to, when they would sit in the fridge too long and she didn't eat them, I didn't want them to go to waste, so I'd pick all the breading off and <laughs> eat just the breading. And just leave naked gizzards. Uh-huh. <laughs> She'd be like, would you just eat the whole thing? I'm like, no, the rest of it's gross. Hence why I was really fat. I think, I think we've just got a show title, Naked Gizzards. <laughs> Note to self. <laughs> the Naked Gizzards Show. It's also a good name for a band. They'd be very snotty. <laughs> it's a whole uh, product line now. Show, uh, band, uh, shoe wear, uh, you know, Happy Meal toys, uh, all that good stuff. Yeah, we're designing the Happy Meal toy for this show. Uh, so far, it's not going so well. It's a drop there. Exactly. That has glowing eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Little uh, posable uh, drop bear action figures. Mm-hmm. 
And and if you if you're not careful when you open the box, it'll attack you. That's not, that's not true. <laughs> that, well, that'll give the children a, a really good life lesson, won't it? <laughs> <laughs> don't go to Australia. Oh, <laughs> don't have a hot meal in Australia. You might get attacked by a drop bear. <laughs> what was I going to ask you? Oh, speaking of McDonald's. All right, so. In Australia, do people drive a lot, like cars, or yes. is it more yes. uh, bikes, rickshaws, what is it? The fuck, he did. <laughs> a lot of cars. Sydney roads are fucked. They're just pretty much like LA. We're just jam-packed with cars all over the fucking roads, yeah. We're going to ask, do we so, have drive throughs Yes, we have drive throughs That's exactly where I was headed, because I was imagining McDonald's in Australia, and I was trying to think of how that would work. Because I don't know. Because it's like when I was in Korea, I mean, cars, it, it was no, nobody had like their own car. Everybody rode around in taxis um, or bikes. So I didn't, I didn't know because I don't know that I've ever seen a picture of like Australia roads. They always show like the outback. Like, yeah. you know, or well, we drive you know, through, the, the, we drive through the drive through in reverse, you know, it's backwards, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, because your wheels are on the wrong side of the road. Because no, we drive on the wrong side of the road down here anyway, don't we? Exactly right. Your your steering wheel's on the wrong side. I think it's on the opposite side of ours, right? Exactly. We have right hand drive cars. We sit in the yeah. right hand side of the car, and that's where we drive it from. And we drive on the left hand side of the road. Well, which to you, most right people side. do. Sometimes you get the odd person driving on the wrong side of the road, but that's usually because they're drunk. <laughs> On Foster's. Oh, I said the dirty word. Speaking of Foster's, I doubt you've heard the show from last week from Undercover Unitards, but they were having a drinking show. And uh, they were drinking cheap alcohols. And um, they left one to last. And as I was listening, they go, well, don't want to mention this one yet to John. And um, we're leaving this to last because it's going to piss someone off. So Goof and Kevin tried Foster's. Now, I feel vindicated because they tried it, and Kevin goes, oh, this is not too bad, and then he just started going, oh, God, oh, God, this tastes like ass. This tastes like ass. <laughs> Killer was right. This is this sucks. This sucks. So, there you go, people out there. Foster's sucks. It's been proven on undercover unit arts. I don't know that I have any desire to try it. I no, mean, don't. Trust me, don't do it. Don't, don't put yourself through that pain. Get the VBs, as you call them. I was going to say, I have an, an innate curiosity about VB, but I don't think it's something that they import over here. No, it's there some, yeah, more in boutique shops, I suppose you can find it. Or I've heard about people finding it there somewhere, but yeah. So, well, chalk one up the killer for the Fosters fight. Fuck Fosters. <laughs> there's our date then. When, when, whenever we get together, when I can afford a ticket to come over to Australia to hang out well i'll make you barbecue on the grill and you can buy some vb and we'll yep i'll, we'll buy, do it up. I'll buy a case of vb and you can do the barbecue just a warning I, I don't drink often so like one beer would probably make me very easy yeah well oh that'll work perfect for me then won't it mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow, no. wow 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 no no the didgeridoo's out i just uh I just looked up Victoria Bitter, Bitter in Rockford, Illinois, to see if there was a place here that sold it. 
just out of curiosity. And the very first link that came up was undercover prostitution sting nets 12 arrests. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know that I want to drink this after all. And for some reason, I'm thinking of Kevin now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I, I kind of actually want to try it out more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, head over to... Uh, Oh, the, what the hell was the name of that? That one. There's a really bad part of town. It's like the it's like the Cabrini Green of Kansas City. I can't think of it now. Ah, oh, this is terrible radio. Oh, like, uh, the only one that comes by like Independence Avenue kind of thing. No, it was it was a certain area. I don't uh, know. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> So actually, uh, um, I actually had a question uh, for for the uh, uh, regarding Australia. I was in Fort Leavenworth uh, a couple weeks ago. That's not in Australia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. My my answer. My question's answered. <laughs> no, they uh, they had a uh, a sign up talking about their sister cities, and uh, one of them was uh, Wagga Wagga, Australia. Wagga Wagga. Is it Wagga Wagga? Okay. Wagga Wagga. <laughs> and uh, I didn't know if that was uh, like prominent city or if it's a small city. Nope. Or it's a country Oklahoma. town. Okay. Well, there is that. There's the connection. There is. It's uh, in New South Wagga. Wales. Um, it's it's south of me, but yeah. Wagga Wagga. It's an Aboriginal name. Don't ask me what it's for. Even though I'm Aboriginal, I can't tell you what it's, it means. But yes, it's an Aboriginal name. Is that where uh, Fozzie Bear's from? Waka waka. Nah, see what he did there? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Layman. Oh. But yeah. It's early. So, see, people who don't maybe realize this, it's 8 a.m. here in, in Kansas City and, and Rockford, and then it's 11 o'clock at night where Kill is at. That's right. It's the late night morning show again. Yeah, we're a little off, the, a little off our usual game. The yep. coffee hasn't quite kicked in. We yet had to readjust me, so. our recording time for this week, but that's fine. But yeah, that's well, what okay. I was thinking today. It's like I just just like the old the last podcast I did, the late night morning show. I'm recording late at night and the people on the other end are in the morning, so but yeah. That show went and the way it should have went. To the grave <laughs> in one of my coffins. It, by the way, if anybody would like to know more about Wagga Wagga Australia Log on to www.wagawagaaustralia.com.au. Your official guide to Wagga Wagga. They have their own webpage. Wow. That's that's funny. So Fort, Fort Leavenworth is the sister city to Wagga Wagga, Australia. It is. I, I have uh, the visual proof. I, I took it with a picture of the sign with one of them, our smartphones that uh, all the hip kids have. <laughs> one of those smartphones, eh? <laughs> Uh, mine isn't very smart. I hear you and, can get the internet on them nowadays. So right? At least all the kids are. What's right. this internet you talk about? I don't know. According to the Simpsons, though, the internet is also on on computers nowadays. Oh, you can get it on computers now? Wow! Yeah, I, I just found that out. Uh, you know, it, it, it's I've I've made this point somewhere else. I don't. It's not on this show, but it, it kills me to no end that your your cell phone. It's easier to get on the internet than it is to make a phone call. And, and I swear, and this is no joke, I've made this prediction. At some point, calling out on your phone is going to be an option that you add to it. Yep. 
So uh, it's kind of interesting that you mentioned that because, you know, I'm a, uh, actually an engineer in the uh, telecom industry for mobile. And, I mean, <clears throat> you're right. A voice, a voice still sells, but, I mean, the money is, is in data. That's, that's, that's where the companies make their money. Yeah, I was hoping we could segue into that a little bit since you work for a – we won't name the organization, but I used to work for a cell phone company too, so – but in a different capacity than you do. So, so uh, yeah, is, I, is that something that's being bandied about then, that that the actual talk would be phased out? It, it's it's not necessarily going to be phased out per se. I mean, you know, people always want to make a phone call, uh, I mean, generally. But anymore, I mean, our, our texting and, you know, and data and such is, is the more popular. You know, no one worries about you know, almost doesn't worry about the number of minutes, but per se their package, but more of how much data they have, you know, do I have two gig, 500 meg, whatever our, their data bucket is, you know, and, and so, I mean, we, we tailor the marketing to that. All right. So here's a question for the three, and this is not one of my stupid questions, a real, a real question. <laughs> out, out of the three of us here, if you had a choice to contact whoever, whether it's your your mom, your sister, your cousin, your uncle, your dad, your best friend, whatever. Would you rather call, text, or like send them a message via like Facebook, for example, on your phone, your cell phone? But it all depends on who it is. If it's my mom, call. She doesn't understand. Well, she can't work out text messaging or, or Facebook messaging. So with mom, it's always call. With like friends that I know, it's more probably just a text or a Facebook message. Or the occasional Snapchat in front of coffins. Yeah, well, I haven't done that in a while. I've got to do that. No, no you haven't. I don't know. I was, I'm busy making them, are... worrying about make, busy making them, <laughs> making photos of them. It's been lacking. Matt, what about you? Well, you did mention, you know, carrier pigeon with message strapped to their leg. Because, you know, that's the stylish way to do it nowadays. But, I... Uh, I... I, all my pigeons flew away, so I can't do that anymore. Well, we use kangaroos instead of pigeons down here. We just stick the message in their pouch, and they bound off and take it to the person we need to take it to. Unless they get hit by a semi. Oh. <laughs> See, that's convenient. You know, I mean, if we had more kangaroos here, I think that'd take off. But uh, um, You can even send big packages, too. It's not just a little letter that you have to tape to the leg of the pigeon. You know, you can actually put a, a decent-sized parcel in that pouch and... There you go. Deliver. If it fits, it ships. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the the uh, United States Postal Service would would somehow get offended and and try to take out take out all the kangaroos since they're losing billions of dollars a year as it is. <laughs> I can imagine that in Kansas City, they'd they'd probably try to eat them and then they'd become extinct. We'd have a barbecue kangaroo ribs, exactly, in molasses based sauce. Well, you probably could I'm, do that because we eat kangaroo down here. It's one of our mates. Mm. You can eat kangaroo. You can eat crocodile. So, you can eat emu as well if you want. <laughs> I want to eat some killer. Oh, if if I now the speaking of Kansas City joke here. If if Gates and Sons ever goes over there, Matt, it's going to be hi, may hip you good day. You know, it's going to be like really annoying. <laughs> oh, jeez, I can't. <laughs> I can't even imagine. <laughs> hi, may hip you good day. Anyway, so do you, would you, because for me anymore, even with my mom, well, one of my moms, I, I will text before calling because, you know, well, one, I don't know what she's doing, but 
you know, and my even my other mom now has started texting, although I've told this story before, but Matt, you may not have heard this. When she first got texting on her phone, the way she told me that she could text me was to send me an email. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt, you know my moms. Well, both of them. Yeah. But <laughs> Eleanor. And yeah, that's that's typical. <laughs> I can I can imagine that. <laughs> yeah. But but for me, I mean, again, I've kind of like Killa. I if it's my mom, you know, I mean, she she's eighty. Uh, she you know she knows how to dial the phone, <laughs> so I I call her. But just otherwise, yeah, I I I prefer text. I prefer email or such. And you know, it's almost if like someone calls, I I'm like, oh geez, <laughs> I gotta I gotta talk on the phone. And I think a lot of it is you know working with the mobile and you know wireless industry i'm on conference calls all day so i'm stuck oh. on the phone for about eight hours so i'm like i don't want to talk to anyone just just text me <laughs> yes yeah, and i try to get that point across because i talk on the phone i mean i literally talk for a living so between these the three shows i do plus my job i literally talk from the time i get up until the time i go to bed and so the last thing i want to do is have some, when somebody calls i'm like oh man just send me a message and no offense it's not like i don't want to talk to people it's just I mean that's what I do all day long. Yeah, so it's the same as me. I I don't like talking except for when I'm doing the show, of course. But right, yeah. When I get the phone call, it's like, uh, well, this is mum, you know. It's, yeah, what do you want? All right, right. <laughs> quick, short, you know, phone call to anyone else but mum, of course. You know, two hours on the phone with mum. Good lord. Ah, uh, can be. Well, you know my situation, Joel. Where. Well, I yeah, I don't yeah. see my mum any much anymore. She visits every couple of weeks, maybe three, four weeks, and so it's it's time I, I guess, yeah. when I'm on the phone with mum because me and mum had we have a great relationship. We always talked, you know, but with way things changed and stuff. Since I give her a call, I try to call her at least once a week. Maybe you know, if it's not once a week, it's every fortnight. But get on that phone with her, and it's like. Yeah, you know, just talk, 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 talk. So, but yeah, other than that, yeah. You just say fortnight? Yeah, fortnight. Wow. Once a week or every fortnight. I've got to time it so I can call her when it's um, there's no one around the house, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Because I'm going to sound like a complete idiot here, but what's a fortnight? Two weeks. I, I have no idea. I, I if you told me it was a month, I would believe you right now because I honestly don't know, and I feel like a complete moron. That is not something that's Australian based. It's um, <laughs> I know, but it's still, we don't. I mean, it's not like over here. It's like, oh my god, I haven't talked to you in a fortnight. It's just not okay. I guess it comes from England times, and I don't know, but it's every two weeks. A fortnight's two weeks. Oh. You have one week, a fortnight, and then you have a month. I'm gonna have to start using that. It's going to make me sound sexier, I think. Oh, yeah. If anytime you can use uh, foreign, you know, uh, conversion metrics as such, yeah, you know, a fortnight. Uh, what else? Isn't there like uh, the kilogram or the, isn't there a the kilogram? Stone? That's right. Kilogram. It's just one, uh, one kilogram is a thousand grams. That's a lot <laughs> of you. <laughs> one kilogram. Um, ten, See? Um, See what I did there? A hundred kilograms is a ton, or no? Is it a thousand? Oh, should, you're should, you're a kilogram. I'm kilogram. Yeah, exactly. A thousand Kil- kilograms would be like, man. A thousand of me wouldn't be that much because I don't weigh that much. I'm sixty-five <laughs> kilos. 
Oh, you 65 don't need the stones? Yeah, stones. Yeah, I'd be about eight stone. I never understood that conversion. No, did I? So stones goes to kilograms. No, to stones, convert? stones is not stones is not even like pounds. It's a completely different measurement. I don't know. Is there like a like a certain kind of rock that they use to measure like for stones? No, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure that's what it originated about. You know. But yeah. I'm uh, so confused. Let's just stick to metric. I... Everybody <laughs> in the world should stick to metric. What are you going to say, Matt? I was doing, I was thinking that uh, isn't Sharon Stone the the, uh, the the base unit for the the stone measurement? Well, if she was and he was eight stones, he'd be really big, or he'd show his vagina at in, in inappropriate times during you know interrogation scenes. <laughs> Just uh, whip out a vagina and uh, show it. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> Good day. Okay, so we, we've we've danced around this long enough. All right, so Matt, you've listened to the show now, so you're ahead of some of our people that come on. Um, and every week we got to work on this, and I, eventually I'm going to give up because it's it's going to lose its spark. We're going to have to come up with something different, but we got to get at least one more week here. So Killa's been trying to get to an American accent down. Eventually, I need to work on my <laughs> Australian accent. Uh, and so far, he's pretty much got it, I think. I mean, I, I think it's close enough that, you know, it, it might pass off. So he's going to say, I can't speak in an American accent the best way he can in an American accent. If you have any tips for him, throw it out there. So, all right, Killer. I can't speak in an American accent. <laughs> I don't know why I love that so much. So, yeah, I, I was listening to, you know, some of the shows, and, and the thing that, that, always resonates with me is it's almost lyrical the way the way you say it and, and it's almost like i don't know for lack of a better word iambic pentameter kind of da 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 <laughs> so you know it's like wow I, I want you to read shakespearean sonnets in, in the american accent <laughs> so um i don't know um i think it's just like quicker maybe you know and just more um without the pauses as as much. So I'll go say quicker. I can't speak an American accent. <laughs> it almost <laughs> sounds like he has a speech impediment. Well, yeah. I do it's called an Australian accent. That's my speech impediment. Right. Well, yeah, but and and that's and I don't want to take that away because that's. <laughs> I think there's about I don't know literally like tens of thousands of guys over here that would love to have that accent. Uh, so yeah, I definitely don't want to damage that in any way but yeah we may have taken that as far as it can go at this point i don't know what are we on episode 19 now yeah i think so may have to find something else for you to do or for me to do you may have to find something for me to do at this point so i've been giving you a hard time for weeks now i'll give well, you something are you, you going to shift to the uh, australian accent possibly if if Killa's willing to give me some tips or other people <laughs> See, that's where it's going to get weird, because unless we have an Australian on, I'm wondering how they can give me tips. That could prove interesting. Well, we've had one Australian on. So uh, far. So far. We're gonna we need to get some more of your mates on. Yeah, well, they're few and far between. 
Well, we got Nikki coming on in two weeks. I was about so to say, we're going to have New a Zealand. New Zealander on. Maybe you should try a New Zealand accent. <laughs> try the accent of whoever the, the uh, co-host is for the week. Yeah. So next week when Nero's on, yeah. have him do, teach me how to speak Pennsylvanian. A <laughs> Yin's guy is going Dan Tan and that. There you go. We'll see. We'll figure well, out something. So we're having back-to-back mats. Yes, sir. Mm. We, this mat is less pretentious because he's got two T's. That <laughs> mat only has one. <laughs> and I don't mean that like in a mean way. Don't no, I know. I love, I love Nero, but yeah. well, I won't be calling him Matt. I'll be calling him Nero. So <laughs> yes. So. Well, and Matt, this Matt knows Nero since he's mm. been around for Nero. the office show days. Mm-hmm. I remember Nero. Yep. Oh, not the emperor or whatever he was. Anyway, so I, uh, I, I I saw something this week, and it kind of threw me back a little bit, Killa. And we've been talking about Wolf Creek a lot because, uh, you know, we watch the movies and all that. You come to my country. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Um, I was looking online because my birthday's coming up, and I'm like, you know, i got to get a short list together because it's my 40th, so, you know, maybe I'll ask for a couple things here and there. And number one, Wolf Creek, the first one on Blu-ray is like, doesn't exist over here. However, part two has now been released. And I saw it online. I'm like, you know, maybe I'll have to get that at some point. Well, I I stopped at Walmart because around here, Walmart are like everywhere. And there's only one Target. And I'm kind of disillusioned with Target anyway. So I stopped at the Walmart. I had to pick something up. And I went back to the movie section to look around, which I tend to do. And lo and behold... In the new release section at the Walmart, Wolf Creek 2 on DVD and Blu-ray. Now, I didn't buy them, but it threw me back because I know how much Walmart is all about, you know, family values and kind of watching what they release or what they sell. And here's this movie, and it just it shocked me a little bit that it was available. I don't know where I was going with that. I just had to share that I saw it at the, at the Walmart. Oh, well, they're just trying to um, broaden their horizons, I suppose, you know, get some Australian content in their shops. Show show everyone what Australia's really like. (laughs) Right. Get people to stay away. You guys have Walmart in Australia, right? Yeah, they have uh, uh, invaded our country. You come to my country. Um, Yeah, they're starting to build some Walmarts here and there around around the suburbs. Yeah. So it's a new thing then. Yeah, it's it's pretty new. We're getting Costco and all those sort of shops. But they're, they're wow. not, not per, so prevalent. Per, yeah, that word. They're not prevalent. Prevalent. That's the word. Yeah, but they're they're starting to build certain in certain suburbs and yeah. So they're trying to take over again. Bloody Americans try to take over my country. <laughs> so does that mean that there's going to be like? The People of Walmart Australia edition. Have you you've seen these, Killa? Because I'm wondering if if you're going to have people like that start showing well, up. I've at your seen Walmart. the People of Walmart. Yeah, I've seen those photos. But well, well, we'll see. People wearing um, blue singlets. The wife beaters are. What else? I'm trying to think of Australian stereotypes here right now. What's um, a singlet? A singlet is a sleeveless shirt. Oh, okay. Wife, so you, then you, you referred to it you as a wife beater. You don't know what a wife beater is? And yeah. I'm not talking sleeveless shirt where it's cut off at the shoulders. I'm talking it's it's thin around the top 
the straps at the top of the shirt. Oh, like a girl would wear? Maybe. Don't like a. Oh, I wouldn't say that. Wouldn't say that. Someone wearing a wife beater. Well, no, but but if they have like a spaghetti strap, like I would think no, of like it's a not a spaghetti. Or it's probably an inch wide over the shoulders. Interesting. Yes, I'll have to find a photo one day and show you. But yes, I wouldn't be. Do caught. they have Zubaz pants over there? <laughs> probably, but not that I know of. Where they have like the the Australian flag on them, and and people wear them for pants, and they look kind of like pajamas, but they're actually pants. Mm, not that I've seen. But yeah, oh. I guarantee you, there's probably someone out there wearing that. People like it's wearing coming. their Australian flag on things, which I find offensive. But that's just me. So, <laughs> oh, you're in for a, a wonderful joy when Walmart starts. <laughs> I'm wondering if it's going to be like here. I wonder. Uh, I doubt it. I'll probably get run out of town like Taco Bell did. You come to my <laughs> country. So? Yeah, no, fucking belong here. Uh, do you guys have a chain store over there that's like a uh, like like a Walmart or like well, a general store we, like that? We have Target here. It's owned by one of the bigger corporations. Um, we have Target. We have Kmart. Uh, Big W is probably the one that you wouldn't have heard of. It's by one of the bigger supermarket chains, uh, Woolworths, uh, Big W. But they're they're all the same. They all buy their shit from China, and it's all cheap-ass shit, and they try to compete. You've got Woolworths still? Yeah, Woolworths. It's an Australian Whoa. company, Woolworths. Is it? Yeah. Damn it. How do I not know these things? Um, it's owned by, what are they, Farmers? Mark? Oh, I can't remember now. Yeah, it's at, it started out as like an independent company, but then someone bought them out, and then they go and buy every other sh- you know. Because we had it here for a long time. I don't think there's too many that exist anymore over here. Yeah, but. I don't know if they're the same shops. Oh. No, a bit different, I think. But, yeah, we have Target here. That's owned by the Coles Meyer Group. Meyer was a strain company that got bought out by Coles, and Coles is a different shop to American Coles. Coles is a supermarket. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's no no food at Coles. Well, I'm not no. talking about like high end chocolates. No, but yeah, Coles is. There's two major chains here: Coles and Woolworths, and they own like their supermarkets, and, and they trade under their names like Coles and Woolworths. But they also own other shops. So like Coles owns Kmart. I think they own Target, um, and a few other things. Yeah, but they're the two major companies here in Australia. Interesting. Yeah, that's really weird. Like, you know, you're talking about, you know, the different corporations that own each other. Oh, you know, Joel, I think you would agree over here. We're lucky to 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 know, you know, who, we don't know who owns what. Basically, it's like, oh, yeah, that's a store. We, we need to go spend money and buy their products. <laughs> it's either owned by Disney or the Walton family, one or the other. Exactly. It's like, you know, we, we have no idea you know, of... Uh, of the different corporate strategies and, and uh, alignments and such. So it's just in- very interesting. Yeah, well, they try to keep it open here in Australia. Like, you, you get to know who owns what. It's not hidden behind closed doors, behind closed boardroom doors, but yeah. And pretty much because your your reward cards can work in different shops, you know. Your, your flybys card can work in this shop and that shop and that shop, so you know that's Coles, and then you're 
your rewards card for Woolworths works in this shop and that shop and that shop. So, right, well, that's Woolworths own. It really is like a whole other country. Uh, it really is. It's surrounded by water, too. It's not only a country, <laughs> it's an island. Oh, man, I got to get over there. I don't know how much a ticket costs, but mm. maybe we need to start like a Kickstarter or something yeah. to get you here. Actually, we should get you here, not me there, because there's more people here that want to see you than me, that they're there that want to see me. Mm, yeah. Wow. Well, there's one very important person down here who wants to see you. I think that's more important than well, quality over quantity, a, mate. Come on. I don't want to be a hog, you know, because we could have a whole thing over here and just get like a, an event and get everybody that's ever like listened to you or, or been on your show or whatever and, and all have a meetup somewhere, like the kill a meetup. Not everybody. Um, Please. There's a well, couple of people out there that... <laughs> we'll block that person from the uh, invite, but if anybody out there wants to start a Kickstarter for this, I'll I'll uh, I'll pony up something, and uh, we got to make that happen. It can't be that much to get you over here, like grand, maybe fifteen hundred, sixteen hundred, seventeen. I think flights are around that. And and we'll, we can provide food and lodging yeah, somewhere. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure that's the easy part. The easy part, yeah. I, know. I always knew that. It's like it's the airfare to get me there. I, once I'm, I'm there, you, I've, I'm, I've got plenty of places to stay. With everybody that we know, 10, 15 bucks a piece, we'd have it in, in a day. Guaranteed. You just need the time off work and the ticket. Yep. And, and the, a passport. At, and the permission I'm, from the missus to go. I'm sure she'd, she'd let you go. Okay. Hey. hey. Yeah, well, right. we'll see. All right. Well, I'm throwing it out there. I'm throwing it out there. I'm throwing down the gauntlet. And I'm going to see if anybody bites. So, uh, okay. So I got some stupid questions here. Nothing too stupid because I, I, I don't know. It was one of those weeks. But the first one, do – well, I, I'll, I already know the answer to this for me. But do either of you drive a stick shift? I know, Kelly, you don't really drive much. but Yes, I can drive a stick shift or a manual as we call it. I'm, I can drive like a motherfucker. Trust me. I can drive anything. If it's got a steering wheel and four wheels, I can drive it. I drive a forklift at work when I need to. Well, is this stick shift still like the standard over there? Or is it yeah, is yeah, manual? Stand- like, or ma- the automatic? Stick, no, well, most cars are automatics these days, but yeah. I can drive a manual. I'd let, my first car was a manual or a stick shift. That's how I learned. Bought my first car. My dad taught me how to drive it and went bang. There you go, son. Go for it. So, yeah, I can, I can drive anything. As I said, it's got a steering wheel and four wheels. I can drive it. But not a motorcycle. Yeah, I can ride motorcycles too. Done that before. Damn it. I can't do either of those things. And it's got an engine and wheels. I've I've got it covered, mate. I probably could fly an aeroplane if I had to just stick me into the pilot seat and I'll work it out. (laughs) We're flying. What about you, Matt? I actually drive a stick shift. A, uh, Currently? Manual. Yeah, my Corolla is a manual. Oh, Corolla. Ooh. Yeah. I'd rather drive yeah. a stick shift than an automatic. Actually, it feels like you're driving a car, not just sitting there and letting the car drive you. Yeah, it's just a lot of, it's actually more fun. You know, like you said, you kind of have more control. You, you feel like, you feel like a race car driver, even though you're in a crappy Corolla like I am. But yeah. <laughs> and you can have more fun if you're a hoon. As we call them down in Australia, hoons, where you drop the clutch and get the wheels spinning. 
I I don't understand this concept. I mean, I get I get how it works. I mean, I took the motorcycle course and I've got basic knowledge of a car. I mean, I can't change the blinker fluid, but I basically understand. It's something I want to learn, and so I'm amazed because there's so many people that seem to already know how, and I don't know whether their parents were afraid they were going to get stuck with somebody with a broken leg and they wouldn't be able to get them to the hospital, but I, I, uh, it's eluded me. My wife taught me how to drive, um, and uh, because she bought a, a Jetta, that was a stick shift when we lived in Seattle, and uh, you know, I, I wanted to be able to drive one of the cars that we had, so I, I had to learn. But she learned... Because her uncle took her down um, to like a street with uh, a couple of hills, and uh, he just sat in the passenger seat with the beer, and uh, just uh, <laughs> <laughs> let her kind of figure it out. And you know, the the main thing about it is is for me at least was getting it in the first gear because you got to do that timing and clutch. You know, and once you get it in first, you can you know kind of manage getting into second and, and third rather easy. But it's all, it's I mean, all like about timing. clutch control. If you know how to release that clutch without it uh, bunny hopping or, or stalling, then you're fine. Getting off the off the line, if you know what I mean, off the mark. Once it, once you're running, you can change gears easy. You know, you just go bang, bang, bang. Yeah, it's that clutch control to start with. You know, especially on a hill. And if you're a pussy, you pull the the handbrake on or the park brake, as you call it. But you know, but yeah. Well, that brings up something else that I totally, I totally forgot about. Matt, what year did you move to Seattle? Two thousand one. Right. It was, uh, yeah, the year um, a few months before the whole nine eleven thing. Okay, because I thought I knew it was the early part of the the new millennium, but uh, because uh, Killa, well, if you've listened to the show, then you know Killa is a a huge Kurt fan, so. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was interesting because that was was that part of the reason the allure from that whole era from moving there to move there. I mean? yeah. yeah, you know, um, you know, you know, as you know, we grew up with the grunge and Seattle music, and and I'd heard so much about Seattle and got a job offer there, so I was like, yeah, I'm going to take it. So, and you know, that's um, it's interesting because you know, on some of the. Um, uh, previous podcast I was listening to, yeah, Killa, I, I knew you were a Cobain uh, fan. Mm-hmm. It, it's really kind of interesting because uh, they have a uh, public access cable stations up there. And by the way, they're, they're crazy. <laughs> you can, <laughs> I, I, no, really, after like 11 p.m. at night, they can put porn on. There's a, a chick that would do her show naked. <laughs> um, and it, it's just, just insane for public access but i digress there was a show about this guy who the sole his sole purpose was to prove that uh courtney love killed uh kurt cobain and uh, he he actually approached her one time and it was a big thing kind of in the seattle news i can't remember what the show was but it was something titled courtney or courtney love killed kurt cobain courtney the motherfucking slot bitch cunt bitch uh sorry (laughs) whoa (laughs) <laughs> we know how you feel. <laughs> well, I just thought that was interesting. Well, that I, I forgot about that because I know how much. Well, Kill and I have talked about it. So, because um, you've actually you've actually lived there, I've not even been there before to Seattle, and that's that's. I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, I wonder if his show's still on the air. I don't know. Um, after that kind of 
brouhaha of the law. I think they kind of interjected and stopped it, but that was after I moved. I kind of heard about it. Uh, Courtney probably got him killed. <laughs> yeah, probably she. You know, she used previous skills and <laughs> and got him uh, taken care of. But because uh, you moved back to KC, what was it? Uh, 2000, 2005. Yeah, that's about what I thought. Yeah, buddy. Um, okay, so next question. And Killy, you may have already had this happen. I don't know. But if you could own a pet monkey, would you? Well, and if so, what kind? Of course you would. Who doesn't want a pet monkey? I'd, I'd, I'd like an orangutan. And I can... <laughs> Like Clyde from Clyde, yeah. Which way but loose? Left turn, Clyde. Or it would be right turn, Clyde here. Because opposite side, you know. I, I, that's, I actually say that to my kids. Whenever we're walking down an aisle or somewhere at a store and we need to go a direction, <laughs> I'll be like, right turn, Clyde. They don't get it, but it always makes me giggle. Have they seen the movie? No. Well, you've got to show they them the movie. It's probably a little inappropriate still. Uh-huh. To both, both of those movies are R. But anyway... So you'd have an orangutan. A orangutan. A ren- it's not a orangutan. Or- it's a orangutan. An, an orange uten. Um, That's how it's spelled. Yeah. Either that or a chimpanzee. But those things fucking, well, they kill people. Bite noses off people and rip faces off people. Not unlike that person who came to visit you. <laughs> that was an ape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't want one of those in your house. Wow, I just got really mean for a second. I'm sorry. Matt, what about you? Uh, of course, barring that you have kids now. Well, um, maybe like the, the helper monkeys that, you know, how to know how to do tasks and, and like clean and, and, you know, work on my car. Uh, you know, I think that, uh, well, was it the Mojo from The Simpsons? Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Mojo. Pray for Mojo. <laughs> yeah, you know, one of those uh, helper monkeys could could do that. They, they have to have skills, you know. But uh, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. So, like, like assassin monkeys, like skills, like that kind of skills. No, like uh, post staff. Yeah, any, any. Uh, any I, I would be impressed with with any skills, uh, assassin skills, um, uh, you know, cleaning, cooking. Uh, if they mow my lawn, yeah, yeah. I mean, if I got the little monkey, give him the counting hat and the adding machine, he could do my taxes <laughs> and uh, give him some cigarettes. <laughs> you pay them in cigarettes. That's you know, that, wow. Well, you know, I, I actually I wouldn't now because I mean Jesus. I don't smoke, but cigarettes are like six, seven dollars a pack. Oh and wow, <laughs> they're fucking twenty dollars a pack here. Are you still smoking, Killer? I don't remember. Yeah, I am. I'm smoking one right now, but don't tell my missus because I'm not allowed to smoke in the house. But oh, whoops, <laughs> twenty dollars a pack, and that's that's Australian dollars uh, too. Well, between fifteen and twenty depends where you go. If you go to like Seven Eleven or something like that, you're paying twenty bucks a pack. If you go to uh, a proper smoke shop or a, or a Woolworths or a Coles, you know, you can get them for 15 16 a pack. That's all the tax. The government just keeps hiking the tax up on them. 
Well, I think it's a, an effort to try and, yeah. you know, lower... Well, what happens is, is as they get more people to quit, the government gets less tax from them. So the government's so used to getting all the money from the excise from cigarettes, so they lose, you know, they get people to quit, so they get less money. So, well, how do we keep that money coming in? Well, we just keep putting the tax up. We'll tell you it's for your own health, but it's for the government's health in their budget. That's the reason. So... Then what does it cost for a carton? Hundred like, bucks. So it's cheaper to buy a carton, uh, probably. Ah, uh, not anymore. They used to used to be able to get them cheaper by buying by the carton, but the government stopped that. So you can but still yeah, probably I mean, it, save it's, like it's, fifty cents a pack by buying it on in carton form, but no, it's it's, so, it's getting really expensive. So how many do you smoke a day then? And it's totally derailed, but I'm just um, average. Uh, anywhere between half a pack. That's pack of twenty fives. To uh, yeah, I don't. I don't smoke a whole pack a day. Usually, which is good. I right. I can on certain times, but no, I'm not as bad as my missus. She can go through a pack a day. Wow, that's such. It's so. I didn't realize it gotten that out of control over there. I mean, I knew over here it was getting. I mean, because, you know, I, I still see the ads for them, and being a former smoker, it uh, occasionally has an appeal, but, I, yeah, I don't think I could do that anymore. It's just so expensive. Yeah. That's nuts. Well, I have this problem, like, it's more habit, like, doing this show, I end up smoking, because it was just habit that I'm used to doing, you know, when I'm recording, I light a cigarette up, so, but usually, like, at work, it's more to give me a break, like, gives me an excuse to walk away from the bench and go outside for five minutes to sit down and relax. So I end up smoking a few at work, you know, because I'm allowed to. Right. Yeah, you know, I can sneak outside for a quick smoke, and it gives me that five-minute break to sit down on a chair and give my back a b- bit of a rest. And But the irony to it is it's it's killing me, but what am I making? <laughs> Coffins. Oi. See, so. and that's, that's the point I've tried to make in the past when I've talked about my previous smoking habits, is that it's not about the necessarily the cigarette in some regards as part of it. But the bigger part of it is it's it's relaxation because you're doing the relaxation technique. You're yep. taking short breaths in, long breaths out, yeah. and you're stopping whatever you're doing and you're just standing or sitting. Yeah. You're not doing anything but smoking. Yeah. It takes your mind away from whatever's going on. You just sit down and relax. Five minute Even little break. It's it's technically a you know a stimulant and it's having the opposite effect to your body it's still the actual act of doing it is is relaxating relaxating that's not a word relaxing it's like you know drinking a red bull and vodka or something you know it's opposites but uh i i would not have a monkey to go back to the original question because (laughs) um well just i hear too many stories about people getting faces ripped off and uh you know they're they're bad habits and they're they're just a little too smart for me i've seen one too many planet of the apes movies that um I just have this bad feeling something would happen. What, like that take over the planet? Well, or at least my house. Um, you know, I'd wake up and they'd steal my breath or something. Uh, you know, they'd poop in my waffles or whatever. And I don't know. I, I just I have a feeling it would end badly. So no matter how big or small the animal would be, it's not it's not coming to my house. That's just me. Mojo can go eat a dick. Um, so... <laughs> To, to bring it all back around to the beginning of the show and then the talking about the Helper Monkeys Mojo, all three of us are Simpsons fans. So 
if you had to pick, what would be your favorite episode of The Simpsons? That's not really a stupid question. That's just something that I thought of as we were talking. Uh, hard to pick. Come on. It, it would not be the Australian episode, I can tell you that. <laughs> were you offended? No. I took it the way it was meant to be. A lot of Australians were offended. I was like, well, it's The Simpsons. They just take stereotypes and, and play with it. It's like, right. coffee, beer, coffee, beer. Now, see, that's a pretty good American accent. Well, I heard you got these famous Australian big beers. Hmm, that's pretty big. <laughs> and it was a fucking Foster's, of course. Anyway. Um, yeah, um, I don't know. It, I don't watch that many Simpsons episodes these days, but I did enjoy the uh, Lego Simpsons episode that was, like, I think they came out this year, didn't it? Recently. Yeah, they had it, I think, was it last May or so? Yeah. Um, I obtained it, if you know what I mean. It was just, it was sooner than that. Or no, well, maybe it was now. Because we still have it on the DVR, actually. We watched it several times. Uh, I mean, there's so many good Simpsons episodes. But, um, yeah, that one, I like how they just took something and then, yeah, of course it was a a cross-promotion thing. I'm waiting for the um, Family Guy Simpsons episode crossover. I don't know if that's been played in America yet. I know it's coming. I don't think so. No, I've heard, I just heard about it like a week or two ago. So I'm sure it's probably coming up, but I haven't heard an actual date. Yeah, I honestly can't pick a Simpsons episode to say what's my favorite. I haven't watched them in a while. I watched occasionally. I mean, Donna loves watching the Halloween or the, the Halloween. The, the Treehouse of Horrors. Treehouse of Horrors, yeah. She constantly keeps watching the, the same ones over and over again. I think they're probably one of the the better better shows because you can you get the um, where they take off a movie or you know. I like them with no beer, no TV, make Homer go something something. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it it is pop culture at this point. You know, it it references everything about pop culture, and and if you know you've made it in in the entertainment business or whatever business into part of pop culture. I've said that now like six times when you've made it onto the Simpsons and that's been said before, but once you've been turned into an animated character on there, you know, you've made whatever your mark at that point. Mm. Hopefully I'll make it on there one day. Well, you better hurry up because it's going to be, it's got to be running out of steam soon. I mean, granted the Lego episode is the only one I've seen in the past, maybe three years. And I, I thought it was really good. I've seen it actually several times because my kids liked it too. Um, I mean, yeah. I raised Juliana on it ever since she was born. We watched it together. But Simpsons used to be my like go-to thing. Like I used to used to be on at six o'clock every night here on Channel Ten, and I'd literally wanted to be home by six o'clock wherever I was doing. Got to watch Simpsons. Then I I lost interest in a way. It's sort of like overload of Simpsons. But still, I occasionally go back and check out what they're doing new. And it's like, they're still good, but it's... Yeah, they're hitting a point where you think, like, yeah, how much more can you do with this? But then you saw that Lego one, you're like, yeah, you, you still got a bit left in you. But, yeah, you, you know, it's kind of odd you, you mentioned that. Sometimes, because I was thinking about that with, like, Family Guy and, and Simpsons and whatnot. It's almost, it's like everybody's afraid to stop. You know, and and 
and they always got to just grind it out a year or two more than they should have. And like, you know, cause the last, epi- you know, year's episodes are kind of like, eh, before they, you know, quit a show. And it's just, as you mentioned, I mean, Simpsons been going on almost 25 years yeah, and 25. I think, yeah. And I think, uh, was it the Lego episode was, was, um, an example of how, you know, they still have some in the tank. Yeah, but how much more in the tank do you think they've got? I don't think it's much. But probably not. Well, they can still keep referencing social stuff, like, you know, whatever movies. Well, that's just it. They've got a never-ending supply of of uh, stuff to go to, and they've got all the characters that they can use to to make sense of whatever's going on in the public eye at that point. And maybe we can't talk about favorite episode, because maybe that's too broad of a question, but... I don't know. I mean, it's some, one of those things that it's just been on so long that you just kind of expect it to always be there. Yeah. And if they were smart, I mean, like I said, they they started in '89 when it when the first aired as an its own individual show. Started in '87 on the Tracy Ullman show, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, they'd ended on the 25th year and just go out while they're still relatively relevant. Yeah, and while all their actors voice actors are still alive because they did dropping yeah I mean well, one by one Phil Hartman early on and um the voice of uh uh now my brain just fucking had a brain fart yeah we lost um um Mrs. Krabappel earlier this year the voice of Mrs. Krabappel was it Tress McNeely was that who it was I don't know you're the oh. you're Marshall, the guy knows all this stuff. yeah yeah so who it was oh there you go so they keep going. I think they're just going to lose actors. So we'll get to a point. Like if they lose Dan Castanella, well, damn. well, that's yeah. I, and I kind of wonder why they haven't. You know, it seems like with a lot of shows, especially cartoons. I mean, why don't you, if you want to keep it going, start aging the characters? You know, like uh, we just saw the How to Train Your Dragon two. And I know that's not a, a great example, but the fact that, you know, in the original movie they were a certain age and then the sequel they've it's, you know, five years or whatever down the road. So it's like and there's still stuff you can do in between. You can go back and forth in time and whatever, but that gives you more options of things to, to go over and to cover. You know, you're not just keep rehashing the same things over and over because Bart Simpson is still basically the exact same age he was <laughs> when they started. Yeah. Still riding skateboards and you've got his slingshot. Exactly. So that that's that's my take on it. If, and, if, and at this point, especially if they wanted to to keep it on the air, you know, have them age a little bit and start going that route, cover new topics. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it'll work. I mean, I, they've done their episodes where like Bart's older and Lisa's the president, and well, Lisa gets married, or or the time that uh, Maggie spoke and everybody was freaking out, freaking out yeah. and that was the only thing she ever said really yeah. like more or less anyway mm. okay so maybe that was a dumb question I don't know I always think of one of my favorite parts well between the 64 slices of American cheese bit <laughs> is 63. where mm, Homer goes to the post office to get the package and he, or the letter and he's like Hello, my name is Mr. Burns. I believe you have a letter for me. What's your last name? What's your first name? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, that made me giggle so hard. And there's a classic picture, speaking of which, of Matt 
this Matt, um, there's a, an, a the, the scene in the uh, the Whacking Day episode where Homer comes out with the air horn and the giant foam cowboy hat, and he goes <laughs> and he honks on the the air, the the air horn, and there's a picture of Matt dressed with a, a cowboy hat on that was belonging to my brother, and uh, a soap dispenser that looked kind of like the air horn standing in my kitchen, and he looks just like Homer Simpson, <laughs> and that was the point. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, maybe in my little bit more robust, rotund uh, days. <laughs> it was still in high school. It was like oh, yeah. that was like junior, senior year for us, I think. Mm-hmm. But oh yeah, you know, um, you, you know, uh, the couple things that came to mind when I was trying to uh, formulate, you know, my favorite episode. You know, trying to go through everything. First of all, I don't think there there is one, but the couple that did come to mind, uh, one was the Hank Scorpio episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that one was a was, was a good one, and then one of my personal favorites is where Homer tries to become an inventor, and uh, you know he's inspired by Thomas Edison, and uh, he invents the shotgun uh, makeup applier, and uh, yeah, I think one of my classic favorite lines is uh, Lisa was like, "Dad, I don't think women would like being shot in the face." <laughs> like women will like what I tell them to like. <laughs> Depends on the woman. Oh, oh hey yo, boom boom. Oh, I'm going to hell for that one. Well, Ned Flanders is the devil. If you don't know, well, according well, to Simpsons. <laughs> well, I think we are coming about to the end of the road. End of the road. Radio. So, you do some other shows, don't you, Joel? What would they be? I, <laughs> I love that segue. Um, I do. I do two other full-time shows. Uh, 40 Going On 14, which uh, is a nostalgia cast. That we just, this week we just did uh, the RoboCop episode, which I'm a RoboCop. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. Exactly. And uh, we talked about the original 1987 versus the 2014 variation, plus all the stuff in between. I had to shove in there at some point. Um, and that will be dropping here probably tomorrow. So look for that. And you can find that through iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, Blueberry, uh, and the Musings of a Geek Network. And then the other show I do is uh, the Sunshine Happy Pants Hour, which is a six-song musical podcast. Uh, six songs and me talking in between about randomness and that... Uh, Will be coming out tomorrow as well. Um, you can find that through iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, and other places out there. It seems like there's somewhere else. Oh, well, I don't know. It doesn't matter. So, how can they reach us, Killa? Well, they can reach us. They can find us on Facebook. Just search for the Coffin Joe Cast. They can email us at coffinjoecast at gmail.com. And we have a voicemail line, which I will tell you the number because I can't remember it. <laughs> At some point, you're going to have to. I know. I keep like, trying to write it down and put it down here on my um, little desk, but I forgot about it tonight. All right. And we'd love to hear from you, especially if you have any thoughts on my Kickstarter campaign. Uh, 661-434-5956. That's 661-434-KWJO. There we go. And Matt, do you have anything going on these days? Um, I've kind of uh, taken a little bit of a hiatus from um, 
uh, improv and uh, sketch comedy, mainly uh, due to the kids and then, you know, some uh, uh, health-related issues, but that, that's a different topic. But uh, not at this time, but uh, maybe in the future there might be, might be uh, good stuff coming. Well, if you got something coming up, we'll have to have you back on so we can promote it a little bit and get some people out to see you. Because I've seen you do it. And that's, uh, you did that for a long time. Mm, that'd be a long time. Yeah. You right? Oh, geez. What? I, I, about six or seven years before uh, my hiatus. So, yeah, definitely. Be glad to come on and, and chat with you guys again. Yeah, excellent. More than uh, welcome. Next, uh, next week, we've already. already uh, We've already mentioned it. next week we're having someone that you used to podcast with. And I'm, I'm thinking that Kill is going to end up being a listener again. you got to talk more with me. Yeah, Bob. But <laughs> we're having Nero on from, uh, well, he's doing Escape Pod now, which is a science fiction uh, slash poetry prose show uh, that I did a, actually I did a story for him on there once, but it's been around for a long time. It's in the 400 range of episodes. So uh, he's going to be on. He's formerly of The Awful Show. Uh, some of you know him as Matt. Some of you know him as Nero. So that's going to be a good show. So that's coming up. Excellent. Can't wait for the next week. Looking forward to seeing Nero. All right. I'm leaving you tonight with two songs. I feel like doing a double up tonight. Nice. The band is Friends or Rom. And I could have actually gone and seen this band tonight. They were actually out my way at the Collector Hotel, but unfortunately I don't have the money, and I had the podcast either way. Uh, we're going to give you something. Give you Nothing's Wrong, and uh, then you can't move into my house, which is <laughs> true. also called Get Fucked Your Fucking Fuckwit. Whoa. Yeah. Well, you'll, you'll understand when you hear the song, but yeah. Uh, punk rock band, one of my favorite Aussie bands. In that top five, as I always say, I have a top five. I don't have a number one Australian favorite brand. But yeah, all right, we're going to start with Nothing's Wrong, and then you can hear, and you can't move into my house. So thank you for joining us. You know how to contact us. Thanks, Matt, for joining us. Glad glad to, glad to be a part of it. All right, great. <laughs> all right, guys, we'll catch you next week. Adios. <laughs> Muchachos. And tell a fortnight. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Yo!
don't think I'm rude Fuck you, hope you don't think I'm precious Fuck you, hope you see I'm well adjusted I can't stand the sight of you I don't want to be starting something I don't want to antagonize All I said was something simple I can't stand the sight of you I can't stand the sight of you Don't believe, don't believe the words Like don't believe all the things I've heard about you I will be saying this in your defense I'd rather be preached for the bastards than hurt you I tried on my mind to see past All your failings but I've failed to give a fuck you're a fuck up, you're a joke You're a clown, I'll take your pants down Then fuck you, fucking fuck me You can't move into my house With the rage of the things that are quite diverse You're sitting in the centre of your own universe Not content to sit upon the fence You'll fall in the way you got in common sense I'll look into your eyes and see the haze I'm twisted sensibility Saving grace, you're a fuck up, you're a joke, you're a clown, take your pants down, get fucked, you fucking fuck with, you can't move into my house. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.